Welcome to Bridging the Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Malak Arif, and I'm back with another amazing episode. You see, I got my co-host, D. We hey, back hey. in the building. You know, can you talk to the people, D? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome right. back. Thanks for joining yeah. us tonight. Yeah, man. You know, got, got, her, got her, you know, she, she back in the game with us. So, you know, before we get started, please like, share, subscribe, because today I have a very, very, very special episode. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to go ahead and do that right now. All right, let's get into the show. Coming to the platform, I got straight out of Washington, D.C., from one of my favorite groups that ever came out of the city, to the extreme, brother of Johnny Gill, one of the dopest singers, period, that ever came out of D.C., ever came out of Southeast, this brother has been putting it down in the game for a minute, and it's an honor to have this brother on the platform. I'm talking about the one, the only, Randy Gill. What's going on, RG? What's going on, man? That intro right there, I was like, man, I can use that if they ever get me a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, hey, I said I gotta, I gotta roll out the red carpet, man. I gotta roll out the red carpet. I spent the past couple of days, man, just watching some of the highlights of you guys, man, and it really oh. just it really took me back, man, to like the golden era of R and B, man. And I, you know, it re- it, it really it, it it brought out something. I almost teared up, man. I almost teared up watching some of this stuff because I can remember being in the car with my mom and hearing "Cry No More" and all these all this all this stuff we gonna talk about. But it really took me back, man. So with all that said, man, like how have you been maintaining man you know throughout this whole you know this pandemic i want you know you look good i gotta i gotta say that you look good well, i've been in the gym trying to work out i'm trying to get a little muscles here but uh i see you but don't think about it i'm, I'm getting the muscle for some reason i'm getting gray hair with it I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how that's coming <laughs> <laughs> we just maintain it trying to stay in the dark so i won't have to look at my hair <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. Hey, hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But you, you, you look good, brother. And uh, like I said, man, I, you know, I reached out to you back in, I believe, February or March. And I know there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I know your mother is, um, you know, she's kind of ill right now. And, you know, I'm sending all, you know, my heart goes out to the whole family, you know, praying that, she, you know, that, that situation, you know, just, just sending out, you know, Heart goes out to you, uh, you guys, right now. We all, we all definitely appreciate that, man. We, we take it and put it all in God's hand. You know, whatever He decides, we know that no He makes no mistakes. No doubt, no you doubt. Know, we just sit here and just we continue to pray. And we thank everybody for all the prayer and whatnot. Also, she's hanging in there though. No Anytime you argue with me all day and all night, she's doing pretty good. Now, you're, now, now, Mom Duke, she's she's still in Washington D.C. I believe, right? Yeah, she's still over. Yep, in Washington D.C. She's out there, uh, out here, just kicking it like. Uh, I can even tell you, she's kicking it. <laughs> how, how old is your mom? 79. 79? Okay. 79 years old, yeah. All right, all right. We can have the also. I'll, I'll take the age. Did she um, grow up in the D.C. area too? She did, yeah. Okay. We here, uh, of course, you know, we started here, we moved to Georgia, and we moved to, I moved to L.A., and I'm back here. So you've just been, you know, all over the place, actually, but mainly here in D.C., Okay, no doubt. Well, look, let's, let's start from the beginning, Randy. Now, you know, from, from what I know, you know, you guys are originally, you know, from, from Washington, D.C., Southeast Washington, D.C. 
Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, what now? What street are you guys exactly from? Because I'm, you know, I'm I'm from that side too. Yeah. Well, you know, we rep, uh, you know, G Street. We rep uh, Eli. We rep uh, Avenue. <laughs> yeah, we we all over that place, man. Eli, man. So that's man. Angry. We talk, we talk about. Um, you remember old Sheridan Terrace? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. But and I was, I was like, man. We used to hang up there all the time, man. Yeah, you think about memories. I'm thinking. Yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah. You, you, you going back, man? So, 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 take us back, man. You know, you guys. Uh, you know, you're originally from Southeast DC, man. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. You know, so what was Washington DC like, man? What was Washington DC like? You know, during the time that you and your brother growing up, and and how many uh, siblings do you have, by the way? It's four of us total. Okay. Yeah, and then we have a half sister. We had to have sister. She she went on home, man. You know, but it's four boys actually. Four boys. And you know, DC DC molded us. You know what I'm saying? It molded us to be who we are today. Back in the day, you know, we had um, our little run-ins. You know, with going to school, running from the police. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, playing ball and you know fighting each other on the way back home. Right. Each other and you know going towards the uh, the, the course and all that stuff. It's like. Without DC, we probably wouldn't be who we were today. No doubt. Yeah. Nah, that's that. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, you know, who was some of you guys like? You know, a lot of people forget a lot of the great, you know, musical acts that come out of the city. You know, we got uh, Marvin Gaye, we got Harvey and the Moon Glows, we got uh, the Young Senators. You know, but what was some of you? What was some of your earliest influences? My earliest from DC? Or you mean- yes, sir. Or you know, not just not just from DC. But some of the, what was some of the, you know, the musical acts that you was listening to, you know, even outside of uh, Washington, D.C.? You know what, because I'm, I'm from the church, I, I listened to a lot of people that had soul. And yeah. the soul was the Donny Hathaways, mm. um, uh, Stephen Wonders. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff back in the, uh, uh, the day. Even my mom was with the Drifters and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Climbing better. We, we had to go back to where... Yeah. And what's Lenny, Lenny, uh, Lenny Wimps, you know, all this, you know, the little tears and all that stuff, crying and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we and, and then going to church and whatnot. So it's kind of like we just, you know, okay. we, we molded ourselves off of all of those, you know. Now, you know, now, now, did you growing start up. in the church? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, what church did you go to? What church did you start oh, singing in the church? He had a church. Now, I was real young. So it's kind of hard to say what the name of the church was. I can't believe, I can't remember the name because we were young, and you know we saw mostly inside of the church and outside the church. So you know, I couldn't tell you what the name was on the outside. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> and we stayed in church day and night. I understand that. Hey, I remember them days. I, I uh-huh. definitely, I remember them days, especially right. them Sundays. I remember we used to, I, I used to go to church. I'm, I'm thinking maybe nine o'clock. We didn't leave till seven. But they had to have dinner after service when we were growing up. So we we definitely didn't leave. That was our second home there. It's like get up in the morning, go to morning service, stay to the evening service. Right. Then you have the end service. When you come back, it's time to go to school. That's how running all day long. You know, you know, they made us, you know, but you know, it was fun. You know, memories like that, man. Yeah. Last a long time. No doubt, no doubt. So, you know, you know, when we think of, you know, when we think of uh Johnny, when we think of you guys, man, you guys have some of the most soulful voices. And I, like I said, I, I was just watching you 
and your brother going toe to toe, man, on Arsenio. And I want to get into that. I want to get into that a little later. And that was amazing. I I remember that. I'm surprised I was able to pull that up on YouTube. But, but what I want to know is like, when did you guys uh, get into music? When did you guys realize that you guys can sing? Did you guys play instruments uh, as as kids? You know what? I think uh, I mean, we were very young, man. I'm trying to figure out. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to see if my father was kin to Michael Jackson's father. We were really young, <laughs> all night long, and practicing day and night. And for some reason, he knew what instruments that we would be able to play. Like he bought us instruments when we were young, and he just gave it to each one of us. And we just, for some reason, played it like we've been playing them before. You know what I'm saying? Then I don't know how you know that that started, but it, we went from there. And he would keep us up Sunday night, knowing we had to go to school the next day, and then tell us when it's late at night, it's time to go to bed, and you got three minutes to get to bed. And still, he might ask us, "Y'all sleep yet?" And we hear this, we supposed to be asleep. We holler, "Yes, sir!" <laughs> no, and get up and do it again every day, man. So it's like we just it became a part of us, and we just you know we did by starting so young, music was just our love. That was us. That was our way of releasing. We didn't get the beatings though. Me and we left that up to Mike and them had that. <laughs> we didn't get no beatings. <laughs> and I still wouldn't take no bricks from one side to back to the other side either. Right, right. You had me hey, you had me fooled for a second, because when you said that you, you know, you know, you mentioned uh, your father being related to Joe Jack for a second you had me. When you sit back and think, I was thinking like you kept us up just like Joe Jackson, huh? Man. And then you made us uh, go to bed late at night and get up for school, huh? <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> I mean, you you saw that movie, movie. you thought it looked familiar. Huh? You saw, did you see the movie and say, hey, that looks familiar? Exactly. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you said you got four siblings. Now, who's, who's, who's the order? You know, who's the oldest? I have a brother that's the oldest, Jeff. Then my other, I mean, then me. I'm the second. Then uh, Bobby, then Johnny. See, we almost got the Jackson name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, who got now? You know, you say so. So Johnny being the, Johnny's the youngest, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, when did you guys realize that? You know, like who was the first one that was actually started singing? You know, or was your father? Was it was your dad just? He just he, he took you guys as a collective and like yo you guys are gonna sing like how, well, how it was it? It was collectively actually, but yet still because I was a bass player, I, I stayed focused on my bass. Uh, Johnny was lead guitar player; he was focused on that. But Johnny also uh, was the lead singer. We all started as a small group. It was actually and you know kind of thinking I'm trying to figure out how he get to have his name up front. But it was look Johnny in the wing of faith and all that. I'm thinking wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm gonna have to have a little talk with him when I get to heaven. But that wasn't right. <laughs> now, what's the what's the age difference between you two? Man, we're like back and back. You know, back in the day, you know, you know, you know, it'd be a lot. <laughs> oh, already know. Hey, my hey, my mom, my mom, my mom has like I think like nine siblings, nine or ten, nine. Or something like that. Yeah. No, I know a young lady. Like my every mom. year, every year from 1945 to 1956, yeah. my mom, my my grandmother and grandfather had a kid. Maybe two years they didn't have kids. Yeah. I, I guess it was somewhat like some good years, man. I know a lady that had 26. Jeez. Wow. I, I, I don't know how they did it. I, yeah, I, and then I was trying to figure that out. I'm thinking, 
you can't handle 26 kids. Your body can't take 27 kids. Right. You had 26 kids. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. They was, they was eating different stuff back then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I went back in them days. Of it. Yeah, yeah, man. man. <laughs> Can you imagine what child support would have looked like back then? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, so it's four of you guys, man. Four of you guys. You know, now how was the how was the you know the the the, the living arrangement? You know, you guys had two 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 bedroom, three bedroom. We know. had um, you know, we had it was, it was three bedrooms actually, uh, and it was two to you know each bedroom, four of us. You know, of course, two in each bedroom, and then uh, uh, then my mom's, you know, and stuff like that. But we uh. Yeah, we all, you know, we had our little separate, you know, the bed went out to, you know, it, it wasn't, um, wasn't too bad. I went, um, I went to the Jackson's house and that was like one of our bedrooms. And it, I, I knew that I was blessed. It was just like being in here and it's like yeah. off the street and jump on top of the roof. So now we, you, now you, <laughs> you, now you went there as you got older because I, I, I visited, um, the, uh, the Jackson's house on 2300 Jackson Street. I think I, I visited maybe about six years ago. You see how small it was? And that house, I can fit that entire house in my basement. Man, I took a picture and I, I was still up close to it. You still get the whole house in. Yeah, you got an AD, you got to check it out. You got it whenever you get an opportunity. If you like Gary, Indiana, it don't have a lot, but yeah. you got to see that Jackson house. They got the Jackson house. house. Yes, exactly. yeah. they, they, they I mean, it. really nothing else, right? Oh, yeah, we gotta yeah, go see. Right there. With all the kids that Joe's having to, you gotta go see how he put them in there. Yeah, I, 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 that's definitely something I'm gonna have to go do. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, that's bucket list right there. Yeah. So look, so look, Randy, as, as, you know, you guys were younger, you guys singing, you know, when did you realize, man, that this brother right here, man, the, the younger brother, Johnny, was like, had that it factor not saying that the rest of you guys weren't doping in your own right mm -hmm. but when did you guys realize because we know one thing of like growing up here and one of the things that's very that stood out about johnny mm -hmm. he had this very mature voice yeah. as a young kid like i've i have yet to see that since mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen that before and i've yet to see something like that since so when did you guys realize, man, like, man, you something, you, 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 you're a little different. Like we can sing, mm -hmm. but something about your voice is a little different. It, it was, it, it was like, I, I guess we were young, of course. It was, it, it was to where when he would sing, you know, you had a lot of groups, even though we were a group, wanting him to come up on and sing along with them also after, you know, we got done and stuff like that. They used to put him in, he used to go and sing for some of the uh, other contemporary uh, I mean, quartet uh, groups, as well as Johnny would, um, he would sing, and Johnny was the lead singer, of course, to where we had to get, like, now we're in trip, but we had to get by the guard to stand in the front, because we had ladies running up trying to get there. <laughs> you know, and we were, you know, they would knock over people to just get up to where he was at, because his voice was different. How but, old was he around this time? Huh? Around that time? How old was he around this time? David G was wrong about 10, 9, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he was, and when he would sing, it was just, you know, his demeanor also when he would sing, you can tell that it wasn't rehearsed. Yeah. He sung how he felt. And it was like, uh, he tuned everybody out. And it's like when you're singing, you gotta bring people into your world. 
That's a, right. a whole lot of them went deep into his world. It <laughs> came straight in, you know, it, right. it was almost like it was in at a rock and roll show or something because they were coming at him. So we would have to sing sometimes and leave just right. to get out, you know, just to get out to church. And that was a little weird for us because we didn't think of anything big like no, you know, TV or stuff. Right. Stacy actually brought that out of me because she had uh, Hank uh, uh, from uh, um, Atlanta Records uh, listen to JJ and he mesmerized her when he sung at a, uh, one of our school events. And every time he opened his mouth, people were like, who was singing behind him? They thought he was they called him <laughs> a little man with a big voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So so you guys grew up with uh, Stacy Lattisaw as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. JP grew up more with him because we were, you know, I was playing ball and stuff, man. You know, JP was riding bikes and singing over Stacy House. So you okay. know how to do it. I know, I know that I know that's right. So, you know, so at this time you guys are singing in, in the group. Now, yeah. did you guys have any at this time, did you guys have like any aspirations as far as like, you know, taking this thing further or was you guys were just content with just where you guys were at when did the when did the aspirations to to take it further to take it to the next level when did that uh come into play i mean we were content to where we were at the thing is is that uh jc jg was always different so he started before us you know while he was out recording and having fun we were trying to just live a, a normal life man i would still take my mom maiden name you know and just go out and play i wouldn't go out and tell somebody you know when jg got signed and all that stuff that I was Randy Gill. You know, I would be my mom made me Randolph Ishmael. So you know, keep going. Unless right. you were, I dated a woman one time, man. She it took her about six years before she realized Johnny was my brother. <laughs> now this was what 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 era was this? This was like when he first came out, the new edition era, or what? Before when he first came out, you know, he was that super love album. Super love, yeah. Yeah, we didn't think about it. We were like, yeah, okay, you go ahead on the say. I'm gonna call okay. with some ball. <laughs> You know, okay, and we but we were still rehearse with him and do things when he first started. We played out uh, the greatest love of all behind him, okay. so we they can, uh, you know, because like I said, we all played instruments. And after we got done playing the uh song, when I, we went about our business and let him go <laughs> and record it, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, well, well, we didn't get a deal, it was like, yeah, yeah. whatever. We just did that, and I think, because we were so used to playing the guitar, you know, and stuff like that behind each other, okay. Well, every time he went out, we was like, okay, see you later. <laughs> I'm going to do my thing. Right, right. Nah, I, li I like that. I, li I like how, you know, it, you know, it, it, it seems to me as if, you know, you guys supported him. You guys, you knew you knew that he had that it factor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you guys knew that you guys had talent as well. But at this time, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's sometimes you got to wait your turn. Yeah. You're going to get into that because, you know, of course, you guys came later and you guys killed it. But, um, you know, talk about that, man, as far as like, you know, how was it like supporting your brother? Because, you know, shortly, you know, what are we talking, 1983, 84, you know, he dropped his first project on uh, Atlantic Records. Yeah. yeah. And and what was that like, you know, when he when he got signed and, you know, how did you how did you guys lives change? <laughs> um, you know, to us, I mean, we were happy to hear his voice on the uh on the radio and you know and when he, he used to call us from uh, out of town you know recording and let us hear it and we was we were excited for him but at the same time it was like when we got off the phone from hearing it we went back into our own world and started playing right. ball and I, it was, again we were like do your thing and it, okay. it, it, it phased us to be honest with you i think because 
being brothers, you know, you've lived with each other for years. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You you, you fought with each, you know, with each other, you fought against each other. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever you do next, it's like, oh, okay, but yeah, I feel like so it took me this long to get into music business because I took my time. I wasn't even thinking about even getting into music business. Man, I was a fighter. I was getting ready to, you know, get back in the ring. <laughs> talk so what, 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 uh, talk about it a little bit because I, uh, I, I I read about that. What weight class did you fight in? Middle. Middle class. Yeah, middle class. Yeah. Okay. I, I was closing, man. I didn't have this. <laughs> I didn't have these on. I, you know, I I, I had. I was small, you know, and I figured, hey, and that was on my mind because really growing up, I wanted to just be a bodyguard. Okay. And you know that old saying that the mouth is is a powerful, the tongue is a powerful, you know, thing, you know, like the tongue of the mouth is powerful. You speak right. it into existence, it happens. People okay. used to ask me all the time, well, why, um, why are you not out singing with your brother? And all that, I'm like, well, you know, I'm in the studio recording and, you know, and stuff like that, because I just to shut them up, just to get, get it over. I said it so many times. I ended up in the studio recording. Um, <laughs> and then I used to say, you know, they used to ask about me leading songs. Man, I used to be working in this warehouse, you know, uh, and singing around the warehouse off key every day on purpose. Every day screaming till I hear the guys screaming in the back, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and but yet nobody knew I could sing. So until I did uh, one of the guys uh, wedding, uh, yeah, his wedding. And then um, I used to say still like, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go ahead on and finish this recording and get this stuff over with. I wasn't recording yet. I was just doing it just to keep it quiet. Again, I ended up in a group. <laughs> I called myself wanted to be in the background, you know, just to have fun. I didn't want to right. lead. I ended up talking about leading. I ended up leading. Okay. <laughs> you know? So now I just shut up and just let whatever happens happen. Okay. <laughs> if, you know, I'm, I'm content, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm ready to get back to work. Do what I gotta do. No doubt, no doubt. So look, when did you when did you meet uh Dextra Wiley and um uh, Jermaine? Jermaine. When did you meet Dextra Wiley and Jermaine and how did you guys come about putting uh two D Extreme together? Well Dextra was uh I met him through a buddy of mine, Keith Martin. And um because D actually used to be a drummer somewhere. I was talking about putting together a band, and the band was almost like a make addition. Yeah. Let, let me stop you for one second, because I never did notice. Now, are is D extra and Jermaine? Are they from Washington D.C. as well? Yeah, yeah. Jermaine is my real cousin. Okay. Yeah. D extra, we call we're like brothers. We're all brothers. I didn't but, know that. Yeah. Okay. He actually was playing drums, playing for everybody actually, um, and and. When we talk about putting the group together, uh, Buddy Bob's hooked us all up together and we tried to we put a band together. Then the band was kind of like in a hurry to get out and stuff like that, but we needed to still room ourselves, get everything together, you know, stuff like that. But the one that stood out the most was D Extra, you know, because we, we he used to work at night and then come straight to rehearsal late at night. And then after that, leave and go back to work and try to figure out, you ain't even had no sleep, what? But, you know, he, he, was, he was a hard worker. Right. Um, but you know, um, I don't know. Um, meeting them, meeting D was 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 cool. I mean, he became a brother to us. Jermaine became my cousin. Well, he, he is my cousin to my mother's sister. Right. And we just uh, all just gelled somehow when we got together. Our vocals and everything was just perfect. And we didn't have to even practice that much before. We just got together all of a sudden, and it just clicked. 
Okay. What do you explain, Mac? How how old were you when you guys um, got together? Ah, uh, I probably was like twenty. Probably like 24, 25, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you when when you guys were coming together, mm -hmm. did Johnny ever share any stories about the industry? What were some of the things about the industry? Because at this time, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, he's already in the, in, in the game. You know, right, right. you're talking. Is this you know is is he at, with New Edition at this time or is this yeah. Before? He's with New Edition at the time, also. So he, so he's with New Edition. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are putting together your, you, you know, your your group. Right. You know, what were some of the things that you heard about the industry? Like, were you kind of reluctant as far as like, you know, even being a part of this thing? You know, he would explain some stuff to us on that, but of course we're brothers, so we don't listen to each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, right, whatever. You know, all we're thinking about. Hey, you crazy? I'm about to go out and make some money. I'm coming out here. <laughs> you know. Um, right. But Johnny. Um, he would help out if we needed help, but I didn't want to use Johnny for any help because then I didn't want people to think I got this just off, you know, off Johnny. And because yeah. at the end of the day, I had to sing and prove myself no that prove to the people that this is why I got here, not because I rolled off somebody's tail. Okay, mm -hmm. same last name went up, but you're not going to accept me because I got Johnny's last name because that's not what you're going to pay money to see. You know that we have the same name. You want to pay money because you want to be entertained, right? So I, I needed to make sure I focus on uh, you know my work, what I do, how I do it. And uh, when JJ and I get together, we, we we compare voices. You bring your tricks, I'm gonna bring mine. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, man. So so you know, talk about that experience. Talk about that, man. I remember watching you guys. This was like right on the eve of. Nah, no, no, no. It's a little bit after the album drop, you know. Right. Uh, 2D, the two D extreme uh, album drop, you know. I got it right here. Mm -hmm. Transform, uh, yeah, yes, sir. Got you guys right here. Yeah, I, I, this, I, is, this, this is original, by the way, too. Yeah, this is, I've, had this, I've had this since eighth grade. Man, you know what? Hey. Every time I got my own CD, you know, it was always stolen from me. I never even got chance to listen to it. I you got to kidding me. Would always get taken. I don't know how they get hey, it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have this one. Yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> I, had on, um, I had to go on Amazon or something, on eBay or something one time. Yeah. Buy my own stuff. Then one time I actually walked in the store and bought my own CD, and the guy looked at me like I was crazy. I'm thinking, okay, songs too. <laughs> <laughs> so look now, before we get into that, no, I'm not even about to skip. You know, AD, if you got you got anything you want to ask. Not right here. We good. <laughs> okay, so look, look. Before we we, uh, we even talk about that that epic moment, because that moment still like it's still in my brain. Like you surprised the hell, the hell out of me. So look, look. I want to go back. So you you talked about you know you not wanting to you know piggyback off the success of your brother because he's right now he's chilling. I know here in DC you can't go nowhere without seeing Johnny Gill face on any. You know, he's he's killing it. So here you come. You know, when did you develop this this confidence, you know, where you felt like, you know what, I'm ready to take it to the next level. I put in the work, you know, it's it's, it's my time, you know. I think when I really slowed down from uh, playing ball and stuff like that, you know, it comes to the time where you think, you know, it's time to grow up now. I can't do ball all my life. I got to work. I got to take care of things and all that stuff. And I realized, you know, I have a, uh, all this talent because 
God gave us a talent, you know, of playing music without having to even uh, learn. She was like, I can hear what you're singing and I know exactly where you're going before you get there. You know, anytime, and the same way with, with Johnny and all of us. It's like, we can hear it before you get there, where right. you're gonna go. Uh, I, I put that together along with when I'm singing, um, it's almost like George Benson when he plays his guitar. He's playing, you know, yes, it's like I can hear it in my head, and I, yeah. I just want to bring it out. So you know, I mean, I guess um, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I I get it. Like I said, uh, you know, you definitely, you know, you definitely, you know, stand out. You know, hearing you and hearing, hearing, hearing Johnny, man, and not even just hearing, you know, Johnny, just hearing a lot of other great singers that was out around that time. So, you know, let's fast forward, you know, 1993, right. you guys released this project, you know, the project I just showed everybody, oh. you know, guys just dropped this project. Now, what led to you guys? Now, you guys signed with um, yeah. Gasoline Alley and uh, MCA. Right, right. Now who was who was who was up at a gasoline alley at the time? Who was running gasoline alley? Well, um, that was what was the guy named that that was running it? Um, I forgot his name. The singer too, but it was his label. But you didn't know, you know. He just I guess it was just something he just had to put together, whatever. We was MCA gasoline alley, and Shy was over there also. Okay, I just I I just interviewed um, Garfield. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I interviewed him because I know I know they had Shy. Yeah, he was telling me about another group that that was up there along with y'all. They didn't they didn't do, make a lot of noise or whatever. So, but what led up to that? What led up to you know? How did you guys end up getting signed with the uh, you know gasoline alley uh, slash MCA? You know, we were actually getting ready to sign with another label, and they called us um, just before we got ready to sign. We were getting ready to sign with this label, and the, the label wanted to sign us, but they were offering us money over the phone, and we was like, yeah, no, nah, because and the money was good. It's just the fact that still you can guarantee when we came out, and and Crownmore took its own, you know, flight. You know, when they played the radio, the radio kept playing, and then over and over, and it became, you know, number one here. Then it went over to the sister station, and I, and still you couldn't guarantee that we came out if we signed with you. So we asked Shine about the label that they were on because you know we were good friends, and uh, they could get. Yeah, they, they also they was at Howard University at that time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, I, yeah, we, I wasn't in Howard, but I hung out there. So, you know, we were all, you know, spend some time together. And, and Florida out. Avenue Grill, you, you, you used, to make, used to be up at the Florida Avenue Grill. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, you know, but we um, we all talked for a second when we asked Shy and them how was it on the label. They were feeling it was okay, but now we decided to, uh, to go ahead and sign. It was like they called us inside while we were talking with our lawyers and papers right. and us and negotiating and trying to figure out how can we get this and, and it was easy for them because we already had something on the radio. Mm. You know, so and, and so we decided to uh, go ahead and sign with them, and guarantee that we would come out. So we were recording and performing at the same time. So we did a, the album. That album probably in about less than thirty days uh, because we had to record. On the weekdays, we'd be gone on the weekends. Then we had to come back and we had to do videos and then we get on again on the weekends. So we were constantly on the move and whatnot. Right, right. Now the first single, was the first single up on a roof? No, the first single was Crime Boy. Okay, because I, I, I wanted to say that, I wanted to say that, but I was like, maybe I missed out. Because I remember I, I remember Cry No More. Yeah. And then I remember Up On A Roof, but I was trying to figure out which one came first. Cry No More came first. Uh, that's the one that took off really. 
Um, and then up on the roof came. Yeah, I think it was second. Yeah. Okay. You came second. Yeah. And uh, okay, so let's talk about this legendary hit, man. We we ain't we not about to just skim past this song. This song is a is a Washington D.C. staple, a classic here in the area, man. I vividly remember this song coming out, rocking the airwaves, man. <laughs> and, and, and and talk about that like you know what was the um you know what was the inspiration what was it like you know uh writing writing that song because i believe you got you and the extra you guys produced the entire album if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah the yeah. extra did most of it yeah yeah d i was i i have to give credit with credit to he's a phenomenal writer man. the brother can write he, he's real intelligent when it comes to writing Right. Um, I'm good at, uh, I, you know, I write what I feel when I feel it. It's like, I'll take one or two songs on the album just because I mean, that's on my mind. This is how I feel. If I don't feel it, I, I'll stand back and let you do your thing. So I won't hog, you know, the, the album. When I, I don't play that, you know, if you don't let me write, then I won't sing and all that stuff, you know. Right. I give it to Dexter because he wrote it, but I, I interpret it, you know, the way right. he let me interpret it, the way I feel. And then he fell behind me when it came to singing. and. Uh, you know, it, it came out of, you know, I think a great album, you know, I, I right. agree. You, now know. you guys had a great one-two punch, man. You guys had yeah. a great one-two punch. Yeah. You know, so, so when, when, when Cry No More came out, did you guys ever thought it was going to be this, this classic song that it is now? No, not at all. Um, it, it's amazing because, you know, like I said, it was a blessing from, from heaven because we, we did it and the, the guy at the radio station wanted to hear what we had. We brought it. He wanted to put it on the air right then and there. And he put it on and then it became uh, that day, number one request question uh, uh, for his show, you know, stuff like that. And I'm thinking, wow, okay, that's good. You know, we're jumping up and down like anything. We're thinking, oh, yeah, man, time to get out of here, you know. <laughs> But uh, um, now who 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 uh who introduced that song? You know, on the radio. On the radio. Now, who who's the one who broke that song? Uh, you know what? It was a young lady, uh, uh Miss Denise Span. She actually uh, was the four one one, and asked me to come there. Uh, she wanted to do an interview with me because she heard I was doing stuff because I was singing in the club. Right. Here, like when I uh, I would go some places because some people would know me. The band they would ask me to come up, you know, sing. And I ended up singing the chorus. You know, Johnny's song. I didn't have no song out there. <laughs> so um, she asked me about singing it. Then uh, I brought my guys with me. And we all had that interview today. You know, that day ended up, uh, she played it. And then also uh, um, uh, Paco Lopez uh, that was on the show. Paco man. Lopez, man. I ain't heard that name in a minute, man. Paco asked for the song. We went and got it. And he's he, the one, you know, he's the one who broke um, Shy's record. He broke ours too, because it was crazy on his show. Yeah. He broke uh, If I Ever Fall In Love. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was good. He was real, you know what I'm saying? Was, and you don't find that a lot in radio, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the, the, that was a big station. And, you know, big stations require big things. <laughs> we, talk, we talk about KISS. This is KISS FM, right? Uh, 93 KYS. Yeah. KISS yeah. FM. This is the time when they had um, Kevin Slow Jam and James and all them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you okay. know, we, we were blessed to do that, man. It was like uh, they broke it. And, uh, you know, we, we thanked them, you know, and until this day, we have to get credit where credit to do. Uh, those stations, you know, they rep for us, you know what I'm saying? They pushed hard, you know, when we didn't think it was that big, they did. It was like, wow, where we went, we told it, it it's not us. You know, it, it, in this business, it's teamwork. Right. And, you know, and, and we can't sit and say that we did it and, you know, all that stuff there, because without the radio station doing that, we wouldn't be here today. 
And the other station is taking gravity of it and pushing it, you know, also. So it's like, you know, we just, you know, we're grateful for that. But yeah, they, they don't want to help us get to where we are, you know, out of the day. They help us keep our man. No doubt. Yeah. What, what was it like, man? You know, like I said, you know, the, um, for, uh, Up on a Roof was the follow-up single. Yeah. And, um, you know, from what I remember, man, the album, you know, it, 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 it stayed in the stores, man. The songs was getting crazy spins. Yeah. you know on the radio here in dc and abroad i believe um crowd no more made it to what what, what did it, uh what did it make it to on on a on the top 100. uh number five yeah top, i know it was a top it, was, it definitely was a top 10 hit so man that's 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 phenomenal they kept getting me back and putting back in rotation and stuff we were like okay i ain't mad at that <laughs> yeah they kept putting it back in rotation and whatnot and right more man you know it blessed us you know, we can't complain at all, man. I remember, the, I remember the video too, man. Like that was that was dope, man. Like the whole concept. You know, we were being young. You know, we were young, man. We didn't understand half of it, but we were like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> uh, we were still trying to figure out um, why do you have us way out here in the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're looking to be like, yo, if he look like he leaving. We're gonna run and catch him and beat him down. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So look, so now, man, you guys are all, man, you guys are popping, man. You guys are on MTV. You guys are on BET, Video Soul, the whole nine. Yeah. And boom, you guys make it to Arsenio, man. Yeah. And Arsenio and folks who are not old enough to remember, man, Arsenio Hall Show was like the creme of the creme mm. of, um, you know, late night talk shows, man. Yeah. That was like the hippest place on earth at the time, man. So what was that experience like, man? A, a dream come true, man. You know, uh, because we watched us, you know, he one of the biggest, you know, stars out there, you know, urban, you know, TV, so Arsenio, and, and what, um, Soul Train, all of them. Man, right. we, were, we were blessed, man, because um, it's like after that, of course, we, you know, they, they went their way, but right. we were a part of that history. Right, and um, when we when we got on there, we thank them. We let thank everybody because, like that, that's you know a dream like that. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes. You yeah. know, you get a lot of people out here that that are great singers, and right. we never give the you know <laughs> get that you know that type of history behind them. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, and 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 you know, uh, it was a, a special guest that happened to come out on that episode. Yeah, it, it was little little brother. Little brother yeah. came out. Yeah, and now, then, now, did you know that he was going to come out? No, no, not at all, man. I, I saw him over there in the corner, you know, and, and I'm thinking, man, oh, he came here to start some mess here. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like okay, but no, I didn't know he was coming out or, or anything. Then I always wanted to know. That. I said, man, if I ever get a chance to uh, to, to ask Randy Gill, I gotta ask him that. Mm -hmm. So y'all just winged it yeah we just winged it it was just something that, wow. did that you know and it was either i found out it was either that or they were going to show a picture of me with a bush <laughs> <laughs> so i figured i'll go ahead on the same get it over with <laughs> yeah man yeah so y'all y'all you know so you know you guys what what led to you guys like going to like you guys had a a, a voice off you know so to speak and <laughs> That's when I really had to give you your flowers, brother. I really gave my respect for you right there, man, because, you, you know, I'm hearing you on records, man. You know the brother can sing. 
but to see you go toe to toe with one of the greatest voices you know of the last you know 30 years man that was that was epic that was epic man what was that like um you know what man it's 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 hard to even explain it because it's like i mean you do think uh at some point in time you would love to share the stage with your family you know what i'm saying to do some uh just to have some fun you know actually i've shared stage with stages with him plenty of times sometimes i go out there and pretend like i'm him and his own show (laughs) so it's like uh you know because our vocal uh we can do pretty much the same now he's a he's a i would consider himself a baritone Right, but see, he has a wide, wide range. He's a wide, he's a wide range. Now, what do you, you, you're, you're, what do you consider yourself like? Maybe a second tenor. Second tenor, but I also I can, uh, I can do better. We, we all have a wide range. I think because we've been singing so long until right. our voices are loosening us to be able to adjust. Right. Um, without uh, straining, without burning it out. When I didn't, right. you know, he's good at that. So, um, he's, um, you know, he's. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Well, I mean, I can't even give it, put him in one because he does have a a, a range on him. Yeah, he's a crazy <laughs> range. Sometimes, anyway, man, we just we do. <laughs> I try to make myself different because I I tell myself that there's already a Johnny Gill out here, so they don't need another. <laughs> no doubt, nah, nah. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. I, I love how you like you said, man. The the. You know, at least from outside looking in, man, it seemed like it was a level of respect yeah. that your brother showed you, man. It seemed yeah. like you know, I, I, I really enjoyed that um, that camaraderie that you guys had out on stage together, man. It seemed like it was genuine, you know. It was genuine, man, and you know, and I think, but I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm thinking Johnny, man, because he sung that song so many times. If he really had to go to work, he would have made me sweat. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, I think though. You I think was, you you think he pulled back a little bit? He pulled back a little bit, but he also understands that I can go a lot of places with my range, also if I need to. Ah, so, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, so I, I see because we grew up together, we know each other's capabilities. Mm. I know that I can make him work. He knows he can make me work. So we're working till we burn each other out. Okay. I'll get some minors on him and bring it back. Right. <laughs> gospel on me and bring it back. Like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like that, man. I, 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 I like that, man. That that you guys, you know, have a mutual respect for one another. And and you know, when when you guys were out doing your thing, you know, especially with that first project, you know, what 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 was his um. You know how did how did he perceive you guys? You know what did, what did he think about you guys' success, man? Um, I think respect because of the fact that he know that uh, it didn't take him to go out to pump us up. Right. By us being out as long as we were out and accomplishing what we accomplished, right? Then he knew that you know you got to give credit what credit is due. And um, and even me being out like that, I still watch Johnny do what he do uh, because. We rep for each other. I love that, man. That's what's up. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I mean, respect for, for him and respect you know, for me. I'm not going to go out there and do something that I know that I'm not right. going to, to, you know, to, I guess, uh, disrespect his vocals to give him be like, why? Well, Johnny can sing and his brother can't sing. It's like, if that was so, if I figured I didn't, I didn't have any technique, I'd stay in the background where I belong. No doubt, no doubt. 
Some people can lead, some people can't lead. Some right. people can background, some can't. You know, it's, it, I don't know my place. Nah, nah. This 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 first project, man. I, I would love to go through every song on here, but that project, man, is 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 a classic, man. I I, I love it. I'm, I love I'm, the way you guys, you know, put that together. Who were some of the um the producers? I mean, some of the um not producers, but what were some of these the studios and different engineers that you that you work with? Was that like you guys? uh first time in an actual studio it was but you know what i think mostly we work with uh kevin jackson which is married to uh, stacy latisar okay uh, rick white um oh man it's been so long uh i can't remember the other but they we worked everybody with everybody who allowed us to be us right you know what i'm saying because um i don't like to be i don't mind being though let's do this note and that stuff like that but nobody can feel like you feel you know what I'm when you're singing and, and whatever and then when you listen to the lyrics to some song or even if you're writing a poem or whatever the case may be you wrote it for a reason like you're singing it for a reason so if i can sing it the way i feel it we can get along and then i had this strange thing anyway to where the extra jermaine would practice the song i wouldn't practice it because i needed to have that emotion behind it when i needed to uh, to deliver it so even though they would go over it at night, they would deliver it. And I would I would do their background, with, you know, with them and all that stuff. But I would never practice a song because I needed, I wanted that first uh, impression when I listened to it. I needed to know why am I singing this song? Okay. And, and stuff like that. So you hear a lot, and I, I tell people also, you know me and how I feel if you're listening to my ad libs, because in doing the songs, my ad libs tell you what's going on with me at the time. Yeah. So now nah, you and you and you and your brother, man. I, you guys are like the 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 ad lib kings of the city, man. <laughs> you guys, man. We all. Hey, your brother Johnny need to make a, a, an album of ad libs, man. <laughs> man, but I mean, I, I I'm still amazed by some of the things that he does. To be honest with you, I see. Mm-hmm. I, I I would just listen to what I. Uh, you, you you remember the song? What's it called? Uh, made off the new edition. Um, home i think home again thank you um, and he it was this one song he pretty he, he pretty much just ad lib for like damn near two minutes that was a country song oh yeah that one that one that one oh my goodness man i said man jg relax man come on yeah here, <laughs> that was the, uh, the interlude thank you we we get it bro you you the go we get it, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we get it, man. But nah, it was, I, I, that's his little his prayer. That's yeah, yeah. I, I love I love that. I love mm-hmm. that song, man. And I love, like I said, man, you know, listening to you guys, I can tell that you guys are really related because even though you guys have two different uh distinctive styles, you know, it's it's it's, it's some small similarities. Right. You know, it's very it's a small similarities where I can you know, I could I could put you guys and in, in, in together, and I could you know I could kind of connect you guys. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, I look at it like this: ain't nothing wrong with being connected to, to Johnny Gill. I ain't mad at all, man. <laughs> well, you don't want me to uh, say, Johnny, why not? I'm blessed. The good Lord gave us you know, each other. We're, we're brothers. Right. So I don't ever say don't compare me to somebody, especially if you compare me to somebody who's great. You know what I'm saying? There you go. It's like I'm not mad at all. I thank you for the compliment because right. sometimes we need a little push sometimes too. Because you know, even sometimes when you're singing, you don't always have those good days. Right? You need right. somebody to give you. If somebody say, "Look, you know what? You sound a little bit like so and so and so," you'd be like, 
you know, that's not bad. Let, yeah. So let me transform myself into that person. No doubt. You know, <laughs> you know what I can get out of it. And, and that's what I did sometimes. I went, sometimes even with JG, some some of the ballots and whatnot and stuff like that. I go like, okay, now JG would do this, but then I would probably turn it around and do it this way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all got some clap like the ballots on this. I'm, I'm looking, I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm looking at this. The, this second half, man, is, is, uh-huh. is crazy. Y'all really got in your bag on this second. You know, that's one of the things I used to like about albums back in the day. Like, they would have, like, the up-tempo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then on the second half, it'd be, like, the, the ballads. Yeah. You know yeah. Did you, you guys feel like, you know, what do you guys enjoy doing more? You know, the up-tempo songs or ballads? I like up-tempo, but, I mean, I do, you know, I love the ballads, really, because they allow me to take my time and, right. again, tell you how I feel. Because somewhere in there, you're going to hear a groan or a, or whatever, and it just tells you that part right there, you should listen to it again because that part meant something. Yes, sir. It, 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 just, it hits something that you can relate to. No doubt. So, you know, I, I, you know, I, I love ballast there, and if it goes long enough, you know, we, we end up taking a trip with it because then now we're starting to remember how we grew up and yeah. <laughs> what we went through and all this stuff right here. Yeah. A lot, 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 lot of babies was made off this, 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 this second half of this. <laughs> I'm glad I ain't getting talking. A lot of these, lot of these, these 27, 20, 26 year olds, 25 year olds were made off this, this, you know, uh, you know, off the second, this second side, man. You know, I'm just glad people liked it. I'm glad that they, they heard it. And I would say, even though they didn't like the album, I thank them for even listening to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this thing like that, because. You didn't have to listen to it to find out whether you like it or not. You could have just said, "Yeah." Right. <laughs> uh, we love, we repped you. Like I said, man. And when I found out you guys were, you know, I'm like, "Oh shit, Johnny uh, Johnny Gill has a brother." Like this is dope. I I had to. I gotta hear it. You know what I'm saying? And once I heard the project, I, I we was proud, man. We were just we were just as proud of you guys, you know, being from the area as we were of, of Johnny Gill. One thing I, I tell people this a lot about DC. DC is a funny place, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to admit this, and, and 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 D, maybe you see it a little differently, but I always feel like we have, we have a crab in a barrel mentality. We have a crab in a barrel, but Johnny Gill, we love Johnny Gill. I never hear nobody say nothing about Johnny Gill from Washington D.C. I, I hear I, I hear people say a little negative things about certain people. But as long as I've been here, my 40 whatever years on this earth, I don't remember anything, anybody ever saying anything negative about Johnny, man. So he gets it for some reason, man. He get a pass, man. I think when you represent, I think when you represent your home, you know, I mean, the DC, let me tell you, we'll let you know if they're not telling you or not, you know, something right. like that. But when you respect them, they respect you. You know, and right. right. The thing with Johnny, and you definitely old enough to remember this. One thing about Johnny, like he got, he didn't have to leave here to get the love. Like I remember hearing my mom talk about going to like the Kitty Cat Cabaret and seeing him and Stacy Lattisaw mm-hmm. at house. Mm-hmm. You know, we talking about 83, 84, yeah. you know, and so he, he got the love early here. He didn't have to leave. Yeah. Like a lot of artists here in DC, they have to leave. Marvin Gaye had to leave here. Yeah. He had to leave, you know. Uh Martin Lawrence, he had to leave here. Yeah. You know, Johnny got the love early. Yeah, it took uh 
I mean, you know, you got to stay grounded first. You can't just, just because you, you know, you, you got started here whenever you feel like you ain't going to grow unless you go somewhere else. It's like, well, you started here. So if you started here, you ruined right there. So, you know, you want to take it and give it to somebody else and give them something that I've seen a lot of people start in their homes and then move somewhere else and say, oh, yeah, my, I'm repping my home back at such and such. Right. You didn't stop there. No, you know, so it's like, get, get props away, you know, where it is. It's, Regardless, I started here in, in Maryland, in DC. Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter where I go, you can be mad with me or not, but it's like, well, if I live in Florida, I'm, I live in Florida. Yeah. I started in DC. No in doubt, no doubt. Now, nah, he always represented, man. You, both you guys, man, you guys always represented, man. So we, we, we love that about you guys, man. You know how you how you represented for the city, man. That was beautiful. That's home, man. The city, the city rep to us. You, you know, you got to return to love. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm no. always respect DC and return to love. It's like wherever I go, whether if you can boo me at the end of the day, be, yeah, that's what that's what got me here to, for for you to be able to boo me. No <laughs> doubt, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So look, I want to talk about this follow up project, man, because a lot of people sleep on this this the, the follow up project from one extreme to another. Now, on this second project, you guys waited like three years uh, to drop the the, the, the follow up. Man, why 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 it took took so long? Because I say with uh with the, the name to the extreme, I want to take each album and go from one extreme to another. So I wanna we wanted to go from the first album and not make it sound like that or not make it uh just like that. We just wanted to take it to another from that album, my vocals gotten had gotten um higher, stronger. I'm gonna be honest, that's a better project. In my opinion, I'm gonna be honest, I feel like <laughs> that is a better overall. It didn't have that hit like uh, "Cry No More," right, right. but I feel like that is a a way much more well balanced project. And I, well, I really feel like it, it went below the radar. Right. Well, we were more grown up now, so we were able to now. Everybody was able to, you know, I guess dismiss their, their feelings, you know, more so on the second album. So you got to get that new thing, what I know now, and and then you know stuff like that, which is. And the outstanding, all the stuff you know, that's on the first album, but you got uh, the seasons and all the stuff on there. You got me going, yeah, you got me going, all that. and that's Layla Halfway on that, you know, stuff like that. It's kind of like, uh, no, you just, you just said, you just, you, hey, did you just, you already just did, he just name dropped Layla Hathaway, just like, yeah, no, man. About to, I'm not about to let you just, just, just name, hold on, hold on, <laughs> yeah, man, that's Layla, man, that's Layla, that girl's ridiculous, man, <laughs> Layla Hathaway, man. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, 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 it seemed like y'all pulled out all stops on this second part because I believe you guys work with Rodney Jerkins too. Yes, yeah, Rodney did. You got me going remix, and then the didn't the re hold up, hold up, yeah, hold up. We we not about this. Let's talk about that remix <laughs> and this remix. I vividly remember this remix, uh -huh. and this surprised the hell out of me because you guys had Nas yeah. or Mega, like yeah. you guys had like. Two thirds of the firm on it. Like, talk about that collect on the, uh, the uh, you know, the you got me going remix, man. What, what, you know, how did y'all put that together, man? How did y'all reach out to them brothers, man? And you know, like working with Nas and, and Cormega, man. Yeah, Cormega and all that. They were real cool, man. This like, um, you know, the industry is big but it's small. Right, I hear that all the time. You, you see each other everywhere you're going. When I we saw Cormega, and he was like, you know, D, D is a talker. D sits and he talks and you know he's like yo you know get you on the album and and, and things like that and Cormega got on it and uh Nas came to the video and so did Foxy 
And now they came there. Now, I mean, you basically had the, the firm, the entire firm. Exactly. <laughs> they came there, I think, to support their boy, you know. But at the end of the day, they came and got on the song. And I'm like, got on. <laughs> and we were blessed, man. It was like, it, it wasn't like, you know, uh, nobody couldn't be on there. Man. If you came there, you'd have got on there. You know, we, we just had fun, man. It's like, just shine, get your shine on. And they liked the song. They they parted in the man. We parted that day. We just wanted to have a song, do a little party. It was weird because man, let me tell you, I hate singing and dance. So, you know, I got up there and you see me on the dance or whatnot. Man, I forgot all the dance stuff to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they say the same thing about Johnny too, man. Which I hey, I disagree, man. I think I think John I think Johnny did his thing, man. Because people listen when people talk when t- people talk crap about JG and, and, and anybody from DC, man, I take it personal, man. Well, that's good. Personal. Well, you know KG wasn't no dancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, wasn't. he was the weakest link. He was the weakest man, link. We gotta, gotta keep it like it is real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, JG would, would go to rehearsal. When he started with no addition, JG would be in rehearsal. Three hours before new edition. Hey man, well he 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 pulled it off. He pulled uh-huh. it off. But the camera angles, I noticed like the camera angles, uh-huh. <laughs> like they go to certain. They they really make it. Uh, it's it's man. It's well, let's put it like this. It's 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 magic. Yeah. As far, you know, when it comes to them camera angles, how they how they mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But it, it's it's wild because he deal with Brooke Payne. JD actually now can dance, but he just. He likes to be JG. He doesn't want to do, if, especially when he's doing this show, he doesn't want to do choreography. He wants to give you him. Right. So he doesn't want like that. Yeah, ain't no wrong with that. He doesn't want to script it. He want to be like, yo, this is me. Yeah. This is how I'm feeling with my own song. If he see you out there in the audience dancing, he don't expect for you to go, you know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, that's nah. I feel, I feel you. I feel. You. I mean, that that's. I, I can't really argue with that. But um, nah, man. So what? It, you know, like you said, you drop. You guys dropped this second album. I think the album was highly underrated, man. But yeah. you know, what did you? What What do you feel like? You know, that could have. You could do it all over again as far as that second project. Uh, and I hate having these conversations with artists, man, because I, I don't want you guys to ever feel like, you know, like I want you guys to know, man. Like I I respect. The craft and i i know the blood sweat and tears that you guys put into that project just listening to it man but if you could do it all over again what were some of the things that you could that you would probably you know you probably would change if you, if you could not signing with a major label yeah i mean i say that because when you do that man it's like you give everything to them in other words maybe for the second album uh, and, and we would have chosen our own single because we wanted different singles. But yet the label said, no, we, y'all, we should, this, way, this is the one, blah, 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 blah. It's just like Up on the Roof. I love Up on the Roof. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's, it's a big popular song. But we didn't want to do Up on the Roof, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, and, and when you listen to it, we're having fun in there. Right. We're counting. We were sitting there, yeah. we were up on the roof, man. We were I don't think that. I, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that should have been the second single. Either. It wasn't supposed to be. They did it. Yeah, and, no. it's like, and that was a. That was a. That's a remake. That's a. Yeah. That's a remake, right? We wanted the song "Tell Me." We had "Tell Me," and it was like the SOS band back in the day. You know, the "Tell Me If You Still Can." And they wanted to do "Up on the Roof." It's like that's not what we want to do for our second album. 
You know, you, you put somebody else's song out there. That, that's crazy. Let us go ahead and do this and then drop it and let them let it catch on its own. Now, who 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 made those calls? Because I remember when I interviewed Garfield right. from Shy, mm -hmm. he said, you know, who's on the same label at the time of you guys? He said they did the same thing with them. You know, the follow up that follow up single after uh, if if I ever fall in love, I forgot the name of it, but um, he said they, they didn't want that to be the, their, their second single. Either. And 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 who knows better than you about your own stuff? You sit up there, and and I'm not. Let me let me make it clear now I don't, to everybody who's listening. I'm not racist at all, but right. if you're not my color, you don't know. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. If you listen to rock and roll, and I'm R&B, you're not listening to R&B and understand what my people want to hear. They want right. to hear something right now. That's mm -hmm. you know, if you got them locked to how you feel, and then you want to give them somebody else, it's like, yo, not this is not them now. Yeah, let me be me. Let me you know do this song the way. Tell me was was and even Paco to this day and stuff like that would say, yo, tell me should have been your next single. We knew that. Yeah. We fought hard for it. But when you signed to somebody else and allowed them to put your album up, they pushed it. And like I said, we tried to mess the song up and they made it a single. Hey, I swear, you guys must have had a con. Did you guys convert? Did you guys have like a close relationship with, with Shy? Because Garfield said the exact same I'm, I'm talking about word for word what you just said like man i remember the song it was called baby i'm yours oh baby baby i'm, I'm your which is not a it's not a bad song right but it's 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 it, i don't think it was a great follow-up it was you a good know? song and the same thing with with um you know up on a roof it's not a bad song i just don't think you you don't follow up a song like that with something like that but you see this and, is and they try to they try to mess it up too with baby yeah. I'm yours. The thing with this, it it ended up becoming like a pop hit. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, it, back, it backfired. They don't get it. The labels don't understand it. You don't go out every day and perform and in front of people all the time. And, you know, they have your album already and stuff like that. And, and you don't go out and perform it and see what should come next. You're sitting in behind your desk saying that should be the next single. Right. You you're not out there listening to the people saying reception. Yeah. yeah. So now you want something that you like. That's not what it's about. If you like it, take it home and play it. Don't <laughs> you know? But he did it, man. It was like yo, and we got so so ridiculous. We were going to the uh, come to the label with baseball bats. Let's bring it on now. Oh hell nah. Yeah, man. It's like yo, I ain't going for this. <laughs> you know? We hell no. Were you guys still on Gasoline Alley on that second album? Yeah, man. You know what? You know what? We we Gasoline Alley was fading away, so we actually. Went straight MCA directly to MCA. Yeah, we went MCA, man. It was like you know. So y'all was on it. Y'all was on there with with New Edition. Yeah, yeah. The New Edition yeah. was in hiatus at the time. Yeah, but you know, I was waiting on my. No, 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 no. no I was waiting on them. Come on out. I got something for you. Nah, because <laughs> I, I believe that album dropped the same year. The, the Home Again '96. It dropped later though because we had started uh, winding down because like we stopped we wouldn't even record for yeah, for a minute because we wanted the album by now because we didn't even have the right single that we wanted and just die off and let us just come back okay something else and then new edition came up but we just we stayed away after you know for a while just to, just to calm down but you know it's not something you really want to do you want to stay in the public side because once they forget you they forget you right you know they, they only remember you from your last you know Stuff like that. What, have you, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. So, you know, 
It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Hey, now we, let's let's fast forward. You know, now with you know artists today having social media, you know, do you ever think like, you know, this? I never asked any artists. This, this is my first time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been really saving this question for for someone such as yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, who's been in the game for you know for mm-hmm. X amount of years. You ever think if you if you guys had like social media back then, you know guys like artists career you know certain artists careers would have been extended or prolonged it was it, it seemed like now they like nowadays if you have a a hit or a pretty decent career you know um you know uh momentum by you having social media you're always in people's faces you're you're 500,000 1 million followers they're never going away you can you don't have to release no more music those followers stay mm-hmm. and and you you ever think like man if you know because i look at you guys and i and i can put you guys you know as as i i could i could i could definitely see man like I, it's one of those questions what do you what do you think about it i'm not even gonna just continue giving you how i feel about that but you you know because i don't know how big you are and how active you are on social media but what do you think about social media and when it comes to like artists Social media is great, man. I mean, that's how it kept me alive. You know what I'm saying? Um, the thing is, uh, if we'd have had that back then, labels would have been dead a long time ago. Because <laughs> people go, it's like, yo, so you gonna tell me what I'll get on social media and put the song that I want. I'll right. You know what I'm saying? Why you put the one yours? And yeah, they may have the money to push it through radio, but I'm pushing this through this also. So it's buying even more because now we have two singles out there. You know, right. it's okay, but. Um, I, I think um, yeah, labels would have been would have been dead, man. And, and really, you would have had more control because if you're getting a million people or whatever that's liking your song and buying them, when when you do right. decide to sign with a label, then you can say this is what I want instead of them saying this is what we're giving you guys. Right. You know, I, I don't want um, I don't want uh, a forty five percent. And it's not. I want you guys can have twenty. It's like management. I'll give you ten. I'll give you twenty. And this is what I want distribution. This is what I want. Um, uh, my own I mean, videos that, that I want here, and this that you have a lot of say so. Right. You don't have a lot of say so, and they got control. Then they can take your stuff and put it on the shelf. And you know you got to be careful what you're selling because they can also put the wrong paper, you know, in your you know. Oh, they'll sabotage you. I've, yeah. I've talked to, you know, I've talked to, you know. Well, I'm gonna just come out and say their names because it's already in my interviews. I was talking to, you know, Steve Russell, you know, the lead singer. Yeah, yeah, too. Mm-hmm. And um, he was telling me when I interviewed him, he was telling me like, you know, sometimes you can have an artist and they'll have a, this momentum, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, they'll have a hit single, yeah. and then next thing you know, they're gone. And we, you know, outside looking in, we look at them like, oh, they was a one hit wonder, or that next album that they dropped, it didn't do well, and we think, oh, that album flopped, not knowing the inner workings that go on behind the label mm-hmm. that. You know, when you kind of when you want to buck the system, you know, they'll sabotage you. They'll they'll sit your shit on itself. Oh, yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, and I and I it, it blew my mind hearing Steve talk. Cause we was talk, I think at we were talking about um the song Sweet November. I remember that was a number one song in 1992. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a number one song and no singles followed up from that. I mean and, 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 and outside looking in, you would think like, man, they they struck out. A lot of them don't. That's just what the labels do sometimes. If you don't do what they say, 
It's like, I'm not gonna put the money behind this album or I'm not gonna give him money for this video or, you know, just whatever you need. It's like, I'm not gonna give him promotional money. You know, we're just gonna, you know, our label, Gagney and Alley, wanted to give us some uh, some little, some little things that go on your, your what is the little, uh, what's the little round thing you can put on your strip and I don't forget what it's called now, but um, it's like, man, look what we look like going around with some little, <laughs> put you know, the people that are here, where, you know, where this button. Oh, okay, right, right, right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, you know, just stuff like that. And it's like, I mean, you know, I, I mean, these, these labels, they have the money. But, you know, my thing is, is that with that, you can keep your money before I, I would let you just, you know, if anybody going to make me or ruin me and stuff like that, it's going to be me. It's going to be me. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I'm not trust for that because if I ain't working for them, I don't mind going down to Uber or something. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I ain't let you, you, know, you ain't talking to me like that. It's like, it just ain't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I, I totally, I, I totally get it. I totally get yeah, it. I, I definitely agree. I think the, the now that, like you were saying, because of social media, they bring their own platform where yeah. you're not dependent on the label yeah. a platform for yeah. you. So yeah. now they do have, I think, a little bit more um, negotiation that they can come with if they want to sign with a major label. Right. A lot of these cats are not signing with majors. Yeah. They're like, yeah. for All they want is distribution. Yeah. Right. Like, if I can get my music out there, what do I need to sign for? Yeah. I can just keep going on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, just sharing music and because people are mostly streaming these days anyway so they're yeah, getting everybody it. man when the last time you've seen anybody with a cd you that's where they're getting their music so you know the oh, labels better step with it or they're gonna really be out yeah well you know that's why you don't hear like you said a lot of labels names anymore they're low-key labels or the ones that already are they're, they're very low-key you don't hear too much about them you know stuff like that even you know um even if you got the Jay Z's and, and all of them, they still have their labels and whatnot, but you don't hear talk about them. It's just right. yeah, their album out or whatever. Everybody puts out their own stuff now, and they push it out before it even comes out. They leak it or whatever you want to call it. You get a million people or five hundred thousand people. Yeah. Somebody say, "Yo, I, okay, we do a joint venture. You know, you give me this half for my video, and you can get this much back for whatever's ever." Other than that, I'm not giving you no uh, more than, you know, than used to be a time you got to give them half of your uh, your royalties, you know, 20% of this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, cause you know, this this term has just, you know, been uh, popular, popular the mm. past 10 years, the 360 deals. Mm. You know, did you guys have 360 deals back then? Nah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? To, to, what for is like I mean the turnaround I mean what yeah the three sixty deal so the three a three sixty deal is when a uh, record label has they get certain percentages of not only your royalties your yeah. merch yeah. Um, publishing yeah. you know so things yeah. like that uh, but that, I think that's the thing but if we didn't uh, we were a little smart with that when you're not getting our merch you know uh, merchandise and stuff. But it was and, like, and your show and your show money and right. show money. Right. No, they wouldn't they, get, they, get, they, they get their hands in everything. Today. Yeah, they weren't gonna get that from us, but you know, I mean, they get a lot more far as like if they got fifty percent, they still gonna get more because think about uh, when they get the producers and all that stuff. Also, like, man, you walking away out of if you got a hundred percent, they get fifty percent, they get the producers, and they are still taking money from you. You got to pay get a producer percentage out of yours. Now you down to twenty five percent, then you get other producer four or five producers. You got you walking with two percent of your money. It's just like, hey, man, this is not what I uh, signed up for. <laughs> now everybody getting paid, but you. And the only way you can get paid is doing shows. Right. Yeah, cause the artist is the last one to get paid. <laughs> yeah, the artists artist get paid when they do a show. Yeah. Or being a writer or do shows. That's how you get paid. Yeah. I mean you look at 
you know, I, and that was all, I, I, you know, I, I want to say, I mean, you look at Puffy. Puffy got paid from every last one of them artists. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. That's a, nah, we, we, Puffy, Puffy know how to get that bag out of them guys, man. <laughs> he know how to get that bag. I hear a lot of artists today, you know, they, they are complaining about, you know, not getting um, royalties. Right, right. You know, so what, what, do you, what do you think about that? Is this is this something, has this been like an ongoing thing in the music industry? You know, because every, every a lot of these guys that we think are household names and they're selling records, you know, million, platinum, this, that, and the third. And it seemed like every other week, you know, I'm hearing a guy, you know, Meek Mill just, last week uh, just came out and said that he hasn't received anything from his music. Yeah, you, that's why when you get ready to uh, do that paperwork, you got to make sure you got a good lawyer that's in your corner because a lot of these lawyers and whatnot also are in the corners of these labels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's that's the yeah. That, and you look at that thing that Puffy, that show Puffy had out before when he had making a band and, you know, he had the managers, um, his managers dealing with the people that was then making the band and all that. So now they're getting paid in certain percentage. Right. So when Puffy come up with a decision, you want to get your manager on it, what are you going to say? You work for Puffy. I work for Puffy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I mean, just stuff like that. So it's kind of like, you got to be careful what your sign is. Like, yeah. hey. And and the thing, we had a deal like that before we got signed. And the guy, I'm not going to mention the guy's name, but it's like his, you know, he wanted to sign us and he wanted this and wanted that and all that stuff. And he couldn't tell us again when we come out. We was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to walk with that. And I, I had managed that um, that uh, Prince had. And he, you know, he was, uh, you know, kind of like a Jewish guy, you know, he was like, well, I, I hate to tell you this, but uh, this is a slavery contract. Yeah, this is standard practice. Exactly. I was like, yeah, well, he's going to be his own slave, but I ain't signing this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't sign, none of sign, but one of the guys that we had did sign and never came out for a couple of years. And when it's like, yeah, well, and he finally came out and, you know, but he just, you know, God bless, bless his soul, he just passed a couple of days ago. But he did sign it. You got to be careful what you sign there. Right. You know, when you make other people money, but yet you're still in there trying to figure out how am I going to pay my rent next week. Yeah. I think that the biopics that come out about artists from that that era and before, especially like that new edition biopic, when they made like $2 for the whole. No, they didn't even make, yeah, it was something like that. It was like, it was bad. Wait, what? You know, you, you, I think, you know, the younger art, younger artists see that and they're like, hold up, you're not going to audition me. That's what's not what's going to happen. Yeah, I yeah. think telling those stories and getting that information out there really helps the next generation yeah. not become victims. It does. Uh, it should be much easier too because, like you say, you have uh, the, the social media stuff right now. You don't have to go through what they went through and stuff like that. They went through hell now. They paved the way. Yeah, as he did, he was lucky. He was on two labels. So, you know, he would take the idea tell him the label real quick. You can take my, you know, put it on the shelf. I would give a jack. I still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you know, I, I was watching JG, and I just about to, you know, this is about to segue into, a, you know, a, 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 a somewhat controversial question. Mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> but I remember hearing JG on the, on the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about, um, you know, like, you know, when they went, when it, New Edition was in, when they got jerked back in the day, he said he didn't go through that. He didn't go through that, but, but because he was New Edition, when they, after the money, came after New Edition, told him. So at the end of the day, the people are part of New Edition. So your money, when they come after New Edition, is going with New Edition, you know, stuff like that. 
So that's the thing about it. Yes, yeah, he may hit the money still. The other lady, he the stuff with the other lady. He hit the money with He's like, wait a part of this that you are not this Okay. See, so you're signing on the same paper the rest of the guys are signing on. So now when they come after them, <laughs> you're saying that's what basically happened. Okay. Now, now look, oh, you know, also in that interview, you know, when they had, when they did the movie, you know, they had, they, they said, you know, Stacey Lazasaw said that, you know, JG, uh, no, she said, JG said, you know, Stacey Lattisaw's people's had a problem with him being, you know, now, <laughs> listen, what, what's your take on that? Because I, I personally believe, I don't feel like, I don't know, per, of course I don't know, but I feel like the way that he said it, I don't think he was, because Stacey clapped back after that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she she should have clapped back because it didn't he didn't come off as you know I felt like that's how he felt at that time right well as kids you as know, kids so so you can't tell somebody how they felt at a certain time if I felt this way when I was fifteen whether I was right or wrong i'm just saying so what, what's your take on that I, I, I wanted to ask you about that well i think as as you know i mean she seemed upset young lady this was the little i mean young lady when i saw the thing is that I, you know she her father and mother i would think probably like any uh most parents is going to try to look out for their you know their child you know what i'm saying especially a young lady and she's in the industry now and she's and they're trying to make sure that she continues doing her work and stuff like that but, but you have two two kids that are in love when i still want to be together and they both were uh, you know, um, entertainers and stuff like that. So I, I guess I look at it as if, like, you know, I didn't hang with them. They did go out. They, uh, however, they went out and, you know, and snuck out and all that stuff. I was like, I didn't pay no attention then. I was just like, whatever, whatever. So they kept it quiet, whatever the case may be. But Miss Lattisaw and all of them, I mean, they, they talked to us when we were around. They didn't, you know, I, we didn't all hang out together when I, but we didn't, um, I didn't feel any negative, you know, stuff. You know, from the whatnot, you know, so I guess it, it just stems on how Stacy and JD felt, you know, at that time because you know they were, they were the one hanging around the house a lot, you know, all that stuff. I was about doing my thing, right? Right, not I mean, because they they did read, you know, her last hit had uh Johnny, you know, had your brother right. on it, so yeah. you know, and she she after that she was out of the game, she she was you know, gone. she did a lot as a woman, you know, that's the thing about it as a woman coming in this business, and if you're an attractive woman, you get right. hit harder. You know, yeah. by a lot of these people that, that that make a lot of money, it's like, oh, so you, you want to be on top of it? You see, you you're growing up now. You know, you're dealing out. You know, and these old men inside these labels, man, are uh, dirty old men. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> and they love young girls. I mean, look at this stuff out here with the, you know, I'm gonna say that that Trump and all them, you know, yeah, saying, yeah. You know, dirty. <laughs> So, I heard know, that was also, you know, and I, I ain't gonna get all it, into all that, but I heard it was a lot of things back then that was common practice in the music industry. In the music that industry, was just accepted. It was widely accepted. Yeah. Well, well, it probably, you know, it, because I didn't get to experience a lot of that, and you know, at the time, it's it's like uh, we, I mean, a lot of people came to us for a lot of crazy stuff, but I think it's the way we grew up. To where it was right. Like, we knew they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From DC, man, we we didn't see we didn't see it all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I, 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 till this day, you know, I mean, I love Stacy, I love her husband, you know, and all of them. They're all cool with me. Um, Johnny, you know, I mean, like I say, he he just speaks how he felt. We don't know how he felt, what he went through, 
that's how you feel. Just like you said, and, and same how she felt on that also. And you're definitely gonna definitely defend your mom, your father, your sister, your brother, whoever, when somebody come at you. So I can't complain about that either, because you know, you mean, people come and say names and stuff about JG. They didn't know me. I've had people sit here and say a whole lot of negative stuff about JG and talking to me and not realize you're talking to his brother. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know and, I, and I felt that the way you know I, I don't feel like she should have been upset because i don't feel like he was he was attacking her he that was just something that he felt and right. and, and i guess she felt like it should not have been in the movie but if he felt that way that's the way he felt you know he wasn't you know he wasn't accusing her of anything he just this is you know so i just you know shout out to stacy Lattisaw, love her to death man she's a legend you know I, I just i felt that she was a little off on that one right there though. you see i don't know how it got out to be honest with you because jv didn't get a chance to put his part in the movies to be honest with you, because he was here with my mom you know when she was sick when I, but the movie was done and a lot of it was uh, it was some of the stuff that jv went through of course you know definitely but a lot of stuff like you didn't see a, a lot of jt in there right right he was in dc <laughs> Yeah, he was the outsider. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the movie like, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, maybe I was sleeping that time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I ain't like how they try to play play my man JG, man. Like, you know, with the fashion, like, man, come on, man. Boston dudes don't dress better than dudes from the <laughs> You seen the basketball oh, shorts they had on? It's like, hey, wait a minute, man. You probably shouldn't go there right now until you put on some sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody want to fight nobody with some short pants that we use me. Don't, don't lean on me. Don't touch me. Yeah, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I ain't about to wrestle you on the ground. It's like, man, nah, we good. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, JG represented us, man. So I, 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 I don't tolerate no, I don't tolerate no JG slander, man. But nah, well, shout out, shout out the new edition, man. Yeah, like, they, they all brothers when I they, they all, they're all cool. Yeah, Listen, all we get, we hear negative stuff when I'm all the time. But we sit back. JG is so calm now; it doesn't bother him anymore. It only yeah. bothers him when. If, you know when his kid you know what I'm saying and stuff like that but we hear so much stuff man it's like he told one guy one time before when they were talking about something yo well you know Donna, we heard uh, about this gay thing and all he said i tell you what and, you know you just bring your girl around me you think, <laughs> think i'm gay you need the girls man <laughs> if she come back to me that's how you get him and hey that's how you shut him up yeah uh -huh. That's it's like, he doesn't have, and he has nothing against people that are, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. No, no, but you are, yeah, yeah, He's just, he's, he's like. You know who he is. Exactly. And he didn't, didn't feel like, because when you stop feeding into that stuff. Right. When people think, oh, it must be true. He getting angry over, he can't get angry over something that's not true. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I, 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 you know, I, I totally agree. I totally agree, man. But I, like I said, I, I love you brothers. Uh contributions man to the to the city man it is it is a it is truly an honor man to have you on on the platform randy man it's an honor to be here man i'm having a blast nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you, you just helped me cleanse my soul <laughs> <laughs> nah. hey that's the goal brother that's the goal man so so look i'm not going to hold you you know any longer you know but um you know i would love for you to come back man you know we, we're about to go into our season five man and 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 this is epic for me, man. So, so you know, any you know, how how have you been? You know, with how have you? How do you look at the the music? Um, excuse me, 
how do you look at the music industry today? You know, what do you look at? You know, what do you see that has changed in the music industry compared to how it was, you know, 20, 30 plus years ago? I look at the music industry now as a child being trained all over right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to run loose for a little bit and then somebody's going to train it, you know, at some point in time, just like the, the industry, the, the labels uh, ran loose, you know, for a minute. Then all this media stuff came in and it trained them to be like, calm down, Jane. you ain't got it like that. I'm the, right. you know, I mean, so I look at it like a child to be like, at some point in time, it'll turn, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it'll go right. But, and, 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 you know, it'll be what it's supposed to be. But we need right. some more tuners and stuff out here to make uh, to put back the love in. We got talk about that. Oh, yeah. We can't. We, oh, let's talk about that, man. Before we get, <laughs> we, we can't. You being, 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 you know, a master crooner, man, your brother being one of the greatest of all time. You know, what, what's your take on the state of uh, current R&B? Uh, they're playing with it. You know, if you're going to sing a love song, you know, sing it to the heart. Stop playing with it because you want to see what it does. You want to see what it does, then do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, if you're going to tell somebody I love you to the moon and, you know, stars above, then love them to the moon and stars above and stop playing around on this side over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's with the other stuff. But And that's why women, you know, today don't believe guys a lot. You know, now, you know, when that's they say, right. Because it's yeah, it's that's and I did write one of my songs. I did say I could love you, turn around and leave you. Again. I said that because at that point in time, that's with anybody. And I said it because I'm a man, but a woman would say the same thing also. I'll put up with your mess, down, but don't don't mistake me. Understand that I can love you, but I can still leave you <laughs> at the same time. Do me wrong, you know. So, you know, that's that's music. Is is, is, is that what he talk about, D? Is, is is that some real? Is that some real spill? Well, we absolutely. I think right now there's more uh, breakup songs than there are yeah. love songs. Depressing. There's way more songs like, I don't want to deal with you no more than yeah. I love you with all my soul. And I don't hear a lot of love songs. That, right? that plays a part in society. I just hear a lot of play songs. I hear more, let's go out and do this and that and that and all that stuff, but I don't hear nothing. Like, I just want to come over, sit down, you know, yeah. uh, with you and hold you and just watch the right. sun and listen. You don't hear that anymore. It's like, yo, let's just go out and get toasted. You know, let's get this, yeah. let's do that. Let's, it's like, let's get lit. Yeah. And after you get lit, you ain't gonna remember how you got lit the first time. It's yeah. like, you just, you know, but you want something to remember. You have nothing to take back home, but yeah, man, I tore that up. I don't remember it though, but I think I tore it up. I think we had nah. a good time. <laughs> I mean, he let me out. He didn't kick me out. He just opened the door. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. That's yeah, the beauty of, uh, of the music. Songs. That's yeah. the music, the beauty of the love songs, man. I feel like as being a young man who was able to just soak up all the, those great songs, man, from that era, you know, it shaped, you know, as a young man, it shaped my mentality and, and made me respect, you know, women, young girls, you know, our, we had a balance. Like when, when we were younger, young men, we knew how to be suave, debonair, but we knew when to turn it on and when not to take no no shit from nobody. And I feel like today these kids is just one way. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, you know, I, I'm just trying to figure out like when you getting a young lady, you know, when you want to romance her, what are y'all listening to? Because you know, we had the can you stand the reins and we had the you know, we, 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 the cry no mores and the, the Gerald averts and all, we had that and they don't. That, that, with the can you stand the rain and stuff, that's why you notice even if you're doing the new edition show, you hear the women crying, I mean, like, you know, like yelling, yeah, going crazy. And the men are like, yeah, yeah, we are, yeah, you're right, yeah. You yeah. Know, 
Women, oh, no, I, that that and that and helped me on a on a, on a quite few occasions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you used to be able to put your little playlist together for oh, hell songs, yeah. and you know you can ride out for the night. You still yeah. got to go back hell to yeah. the '90s, early 2000s. You can't get no new songs yeah. like that to make a new playlist. Well, these days. now they. If you do want oh, that, you got to go back and find some Marvel game when I, and put that in your car. You can't put today's right. school. Right. They're going to mess it all up for you. You know, you, Marvel Gaye going to set the mood. Then you're going to put a little oof to somebody and be like, ah, oh, dang, nah. <laughs> yeah, man. I look at, I, man, so you, it's like, man, you, you ever look at it like, man, you guys, you guys ruined it, man. You guys ruined it. And listen, listen why I say that. You guys ruined it because you set the bar so high. You guys set the bar so high and, you know, by, you know, we 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 got spoiled you know we but that the, the byproduct of that was just us getting spoiled and i thought as a young kid it was going to last forever we took it for granted we thought Absolutely. we really thought we was going to hear that type of music forever and it's a shame that we're calling that music golden era we should not even be calling it golden era we should still have r&b like that today well, you know, you got to look at the fact that, I mean, and, and I think it's good, but at the end of the day that a lot of times, you know, the people that understand, I had somebody the other day didn't even know songs that uh, Prince done, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that also. So which means a lot of young kids are getting these jobs now, but yet still they haven't done their homework. Right. Oh, you mean at the record labels? Yeah. Well, even at, at, at a lot of them at, at the uh, radio stations. Radio because radios. if you go there and you take your song and then and say, "Yo, this was done by uh, 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 such and such, whatever," they're like, "Well, who's that?" I had a right. guy the other day didn't even understand the song Stevie Wonder uh, made because he said he wasn't born back in the days. But I'm that doesn't make any sense. Listen to I, I get so tired of hearing that. If yeah. that's by that logic, you should know who Martin Luther King is. Then, yeah, that that's the thing. They didn't. He had no clue who it was, and he was on online. And he's like, nah, I don't remember that. It's like, are you for real? I mean, that annoys me because everything is available to them. Yes, we didn't even have that availability. We had to go to a store, go through, find who we wanted that to buy. Yeah, they can just push buttons and anything pulling up on youtube they able to i mean they able to catch up it's not that hard to yeah, catch up. it's at their fingertips yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who's really doing it who's basically really keeping the love alive uh out here in the generation podcast which is yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but you know what though you know who's really holding it down for for the love songs and stuff today the women oh the women because you got the her you have singing now i'm, I'm not gonna lie the content, the content, I think it can get kind of um, mundane after a while, you know, but as far as the singing quality, right, right. they're definitely doing more of that than the guys. The guys is all auto-tune. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my thing is, I don't have no problem with that, but call that something else. Call that something else. I One of the biggest problems that I have with rhythm and blues today is this hybrid. Okay. It need, I feel like it should be separated. If you want, if, if you want to have the Bryson Tillers and the Chris Browns and all those guys put them in another category because I it should be it shouldn't be where crooners and vocalists you know should not be able to they shouldn't be pushed to um adult contemporary I don't think that's fair you know just because it's almost like if you if Johnny came out today if you guys came out today at 19 or 20 years old singing the way that you guys singing 
they will put y'all as adult contemporary uh they would, they would. And, 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 that, and that's i don't think it should be that way yeah and that's what makes it so hard now that to try to fight this it's like why can't it just be good music good music right you know what i'm saying just something hit it hits you right. know um versus and they keep saying old school and this new school old school and all that but it, at the end of the day it's good music right <laughs> you know and that's why you can't get a lot of the uh ones to come out now and actually sing too much and whatnot because they put it in the category of yo well that's you know that's the rb seven set the old school whatever it's like no man that's good music that's good the music. yeah yeah you know yeah. but what can you do man but but try to like you know creep in there somewhere you know and and do your thing and whatnot you gotta tweak your music a little more you know and you know but they say everything you know goes in a circle you know yeah, so. I'm I'm hoping everything will come back around and it, it'll get back, you know, to to the, how it used to be. I think it will. You know, you know, music. One thing about music, it'll never die. But think about it. After a while, you get fed up. You know, after a while, women get tired of being called bees. But I see some now and be like, yeah, hit that bee. That is like what? Yeah. No contacts. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh. That's a whole nother conversation. We gonna end on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a whole nother con. Cause I, I, man, I swear, I swear, man. I, yeah. So look, hey, Randy, it's been a pleasure having you here. Oh, man, thank, thank you, you Dean, for, for for you know stopping by once again. But uh, you got anything else you want to say before we get out of here, brother? I know, I know, you know, it's, it's been a while. Kept you here a little bit over an hour. Apart. No, I didn't do it myself. I didn't even look at the clock. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for bridging the generation, you know what I'm saying? Because we all need to, to, to uh, you know, be able to, uh, you know, connect with each other, you know what I'm saying? Versus uh, you stay on this side and I stay on this right. side and, you know, all that stuff. It's like, that's very important. And, and if you don't have a, a program like this to, to see and to start up a conversation when I didn't see, you know, where we are, when I, then we ain't gonna never get anywhere, you know what I'm saying? But just keep dividing each other, stuff right. like that. So I appreciate you guys for even uh, allowing me to come on here and whatnot because for one, you know, you didn't have to think of me. You didn't have to ask me when I just like, man, I enjoyed myself and I'll talk. I'm going to have some more juice for you though. When I come back next time, I'm going to find something. Hey, hey, brother, brother, man, just your presence alone, man. Like I said, I thought, I thought you was, when you was curving me in the beginning, man, I was like, oh, he thinking I'm trying to cut get in touch with johnny i'm like nah brother i want to talk to you but then that's the thing i never if it's i know you get that a lot like i know you like ah how can you know i want to get in contact with johnny and like i'm like man if that comes it comes man but i want to talk to you i appreciate that brother definitely you know but you know like i said i don't mind because at the end of the day who who better can get in contact with him but me (laughs) so it's like like, you know answer i will i have no problem with asking man it's like I appreciate you calling me, even asking me, you know, because I tell you, man, uh, sometimes we hold a lot of stuff in us and in, in, in shows like this, you know, it helps us breathe. Nah, I, make, I can go and write a song, get some of the rest of the stuff off. There you me. go. Hey, come on. Let's, let's get another cry no more, man. Another, yeah. you know, another you got me going. Yeah, man. man. I'm going to get to, I'm going to go ahead and write a song called, it, it wasn't your fault, it may be mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, man, hopefully we can be able to do this thing in person. For sure. Uh, you know, we, we we just got a venue, you know, and so so I'm very I'm very excited about that, man. But it's again, man, words cannot explain. I can't say it enough, man. It's an honor to have you on this phone. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Today, Randy. 
Thank you both for everything. I had a blast again, like I said. Call me anytime, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not a person, you know, sometimes when you don't reach me, it ain't because I uh, I be looking at my phone and go, oh, I ain't answered. It's just that I don't get it. You can't <laughs> it all the time. But feel free to leave me a message, man. And if I get it, I will call. I did try to call back last time, but I'm like, I don't know who I'm calling. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I can't, you know, I get so many numbers on here. I don't know which one is what. But no I'm doubt, no doubt. Man, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad because I tell you, Man, I'm gonna go upstairs and breathe. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> Thank you for taking some of the stuff off my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I know some, maybe some of these things, man, that you probably haven't thought, you know, touched on in a while. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm about to go and, and and listen to this classic album before I get up and go to the, you know, to the job. <laughs> I know that. You right. know, and um, yeah, man. That. We look forward to doing this again, man. So you take care. Hey, I'm Malak Arif. We got D and the one, the only, Randy Gill, man. We signing out. Bridging the Generation podcast, man. Y'all need to tune in. We out of here. Peace. All right. <laughs>